What's the name of this podcast anyway? This is not text before calling. This is a new show. Uh, so, you know, bear with us. It's going to be, well, you know, rambly and bumbly and uh, <laughs> new. Uh, welcome to Paula Tinkering. Uh, <laughs> uninformed opinions about uneducated politics. No, that wasn't what I, no, not at no. all. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I'll figure it out at some point. We might even get a real theme song at some point. That was just, you know whatever I pulled from the internet, but uh, D Sprawls is working on a, uh, an official theme song. So hopefully in future episodes, we might have a, uh, a real, uh, real live theme song. But uh, in studio, we have uh, a guest, Sean O'Brien. Hello. How do you do, sir? I'm well, sir. Right on. And then uh, across the, uh, the mighty vastness of uh, Southern California, down in San Diego, we have Justin Wilbert on Skype. Hi, Sean. Hi, Sean. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be interesting. Yeah, it's a Sean off. So uh, we'll see how this works out. I'm going to... It's going to work out well, Sean. So anyways, uh, the, uh, the show. Um, basically, it's going to be uh, political in nature. We're going to be uh, discussing general politics, I should say. Um, the idea is that... I wanted to have a uh, a discussion with, um, uh, you know, something that you would find at the pub maybe 100 years or 200 years ago, back in the day when all decisions were made at the, the pub or the local bar. Um, it just kind of feels like these days if you were to go to a bar, politics is uh, something you, or one of the last things you would actually discuss. But in in my understanding of the founding of the country, that's pretty much what you should be discussing. So my idea is that, uh, you know, get some people together and talk about our concepts of what the government should be, what we should be doing for it, and what it should be doing for us. Um, yeah, so today's, uh, today's topic, we're going to be discussing death and the government Jesus and death. <laughs> Just uh, right off the bat That's there. fucking new. Okay. Yeah, you know. Uh, we didn't know what we were talking about, so. <laughs> I, I thought I told them, but Death. you know. <laughs> okay. Um, no, I mean, the, the the idea there is, it's just, you know, there's there's a lot of facets to it, certainly, but. Um, sure. Uh, I mean, what, where, where is that line? Where does the line exist where the uh, the government does have the right to say that you no longer deserve to live as a person? So if we're talking about like uh, the death penalty, for example, mm -hmm. where where is it that we can say that this is definitely something that is go worthy of taking your life away and then these are actions that are not worthy of taking your life away? Or is it even the government's responsibility to take your life away? Justin? <laughs> I, I don't think it's the government's <laughs> responsibility. I'm pretty anti-death penalty myself. Um, 
I don't think it's a decision the government should be making. So, so you think there's no instance whatsoever that the government should, should kill anyone, really? No, I don't think so. Okay. Well, um, no, I think uh, I've kind of always been against the death penalty. In the past, I was kind of against the death penalty because I used to just think when I was younger that it would just be so awful to be in solitary confinement hmm. that it seemed like it would be an easy way out. But now I'm just kind of morally against it. I think there's been instances where we put people to death that were innocent. Um, It's, I mean, even from a libertarian standpoint, it's not cost effective. It's cheaper to just keep people locked up. I think just the whole thing should just be off the table. Hmm. Mr. (sighs) O'Brien? Yeah, I mean, I I agree. I agree. I, I wish I could, you know, turn it into more of a discussion, but I, it, I agree. I agree. I mean, I don't know. No, I don't think that. I don't think that. So there's no instance in your mind that the government should ever be trying anyone uh, for a a death sentence? Trying anyone for a death sentence? Or you mean just ultimately is the death, like in other words, should the government have the power to take away someone's life? Exactly. And there's no instance they should have that power? No, I don't think so. I mean, I don't think so. You kind of have to begin with the premise that, you know, we all own ourselves, right? Certainly. So we we are autonomous beings and we can control what happens to our own bodies. Yeah. If you start there and we agree upon that, then it seems that there wouldn't be a case in which – you know, outside of your consent that they, that they could possibly take away your life. Um, <laughs> so that actually brings me to another topic, which sure. should they stop you if, if that is your, your wish? So if, you know, should outlying suicide be part of their, their agenda? Should they be doing everything they can to keep us alive? Justin? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would be a supporter of assisted suicide. I think people that are depressed, um, and want to commit suicide, uh, should have avenues to be able to get help because I think a lot of times that ends up, you know, being a treatable illness um, where at some point in the future, near midterm, that's not something they want to do anymore. Um, I think people that have terminal illness should be able to have that option. And that's where it ends, though? You don't think just like a guy on the street should have that option? Oh, man. I mean, a guy on the street kind of does have that option. <laughs> well, I mean, without the legal ramifications, though. So, uh, you know, if I were to try and kill myself and I was to not succeed, then there would be legal uh, repercussions that I would be facing. You know, it's possible jail time. It's usually not. It's usually more like psychiatric evaluations and whatnot. But right. it is it is technically, you know, I could go to jail for trying to kill myself. Could you, though? Yeah, certainly. What 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 are the ramifications in general? Like what what happens if you um, get caught, so to speak? I mean, the way I understand it, most of the time you're you're just going to end up in the hospital for quite some time, and sure. eventually, you know, they let you out. But it is technically illegal to commit suicide. So okay, I see what you're it, saying. It is, so you know that you could be, as far as I understand, if the DA is a dick, they can charge you for manslaughter. Okay. Or attempted manslaughter. Got even, it. You know, so it's. Um, you know, one of those things where it's, you know, is, is it legal or is it, should it be legal to 
to kill and eat someone. Like, you know, there was that guy in Germany, or, I mean, it's one of those things that kind of comes up a lot, or not a lot, but every so often, where someone... If you want to donate your body to a cannibal. Exactly, yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, you put out an ad and anyone want to be eaten and I can do it quick or I can do it slow. And if that's a mutually understood contract, is is that something that should be stopped? Hmm, that's a fun one, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> I sense a pattern. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so if I take out a Craigslist ad trying to find a German guy to eat my penis, <laughs> should they try to stop that from happening? <laughs> yeah. I mean, if this guy really wants to eat your penis. <laughs> you know, I don't think, I, I don't think you know, the, the right to have your penis eaten should be taken away. <laughs> but I'm not sure that, that sanctioning the consumption of said phallus should be legal. That's the tough part because like in other words, you know, I can say I can say somebody else is allowed to kill me. But if they they still can't be allowed to kill me, that's the tough part. Right. And that that's the thing. So it, sure. that's the kind of the question. It, it, should they then should the government have the right to say that they can't kill you even though you want them to? That's a big jump, though. I mean, in other words, so the assisted suicide part, right, is separate from somebody saying some just a Craigslist ad situation where a guy is just saying. I mean, it's kind of the same thing, though. It's it's no, one it, person asking another person to kill them. Whether or not eating them is involved is completely separate. And whether or not they're have, right, they have that's, good that's reasons for wanting to die seems separate. I mean, just on its face value of, you know, a, a transaction here, we have two people. One of them wants to die. One of them wants to kill. Why can't we let that happen? Because the killing part shouldn't be allowed. Ever? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think, I don't think so. I mean, in other words, if someone needs help, it's not so much ever. In other words, can a doctor do it, right? Can a, can a quote unquote doctor or so I mean yeah, a psychiatrist? Are, yeah, this is the, right? you know, the, the boiling the frog slowly sort of thing. The idea that, you know, we can start at one place and work our way there. So, I mean, you know, if we're starting with the doctor. I don't even know. I don't even mean starting with anything. I, I just mean, morally speaking, I don't mm-hmm. think you can possibly lift the illegality of killing somebody, right? However, a, a doctor situation, in other words, like you can't administer drugs to anybody without being a doctor, right? Oh, you're, yeah, yeah. I mean, so it's the okay. same situation. Yeah, right. like it's, it, in other words, there's- I may there's disagree a, with that as well. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. But you know, you essentially the 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 MD gives you the badge of of sanction to do whatever the fuck you want in many mm. situations, and this can be one of those situations. Not whatever the fuck you want, but you know what I'm saying. We we grant doctors a certain authority to 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 make these decisions. Sure. Um, so with assisted suicide, yeah, I think a doctor is a good way to go. <laughs> um, I, you know, and in other words, I, I but it, no, I don't think it should be illegal to kill yourself either. Um, but, but I also don't think th- this, this second jump after the doctor part of it, just being allowed, somebody else being allowed to kill you is tough, <laughs> is tough. I mean, I understand. In other words, if you're a vegetable and you don't want to live anymore and you call up Mike and you're like, yo, Mike, I don't fucking live. Yeah. Mike's like, I got you. I got you, homie. And Mike comes over to kill you. Unfortunately, Mike killed Mike. Mike could have. Mike had the option to call a doctor. Well, even not that extreme. There was the example that uh, was in the news a few weeks ago with uh, the woman that always thought she should be a blind person, and then she convinced her therapist to pour bleach or Drano in her eyes or something, and now she's completely blind and she's a happy, functioning member of society. Why didn't she pour it into herself? I don't, I didn't look too deep into it, but yeah, that's as much of the story as I Sounds like an urban legend. 
<laughs> I don't know. I saw her walking around with a cane on the news. That <laughs> must be true if the news said it, right? <laughs> so she, 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 she wanted to be blind. Yeah, apparently she just always lived her life like uh, she just felt that she should be handicapped in some way and she felt that her handicap should be blindness. And, you know, she tried to create it as much as possible and, and that it just wasn't, wasn't the satisfying. Same. It just and, wasn't authentic. Yeah, yeah. I can keep my eyes closed, but I know. Exactly. I know deep inside. <laughs> apparently. I can see if I, if I open. much happier now. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> Not that you're going to be much happier dead. Not that, yeah, no, no, no. Well, you theoretically are. You, that's true. I mean, you're no longer unhappy. <laughs> so by definition, you are happy. Although by definition, you are nothing. Um, well, okay. So then, in that case, what what would you say? Do you think that do you think that that should be allowed for someone? To, in other words, for so let's just we'll, we'll stick with this exact example. Mm-hmm. Do you? What do you think about that? Um, I guess my my gut see that that's my whole problem is I I don't have hard views on any of this stuff. I understand it from multiple angles, and I understand what those different perspectives bring. Um, in my sort of libertarian heart, my my gut instinct is that if we have two people that are willing to enter into this agreement, that whatever that agreement is, as long as it doesn't involve or hurt anyone else outside of that agreement then, you know, we're, we're okay. I understand, you know, you're hurting family and things like that, but that is, you know, that to me, that's neither here nor there. Um, the idea that we have willingly entered this as long, well, and then I was going to say, as long as you're of sound mind, but that's debatable as well. (laughs) At what point is that determined? I guess that's like, in other words, in this situation with the blind woman, it's the therapist who made that decision. Yeah. Which, you know, I, he's in a better place to make that call than I am along with her. But he is a doctor. Yes, but does that piece of paper mean? Well, it means seven years of training <laughs> and like years of experience. Yeah, I would say so. I think it. I think the, I think being a doctor means a lot. So it you, might not always, but it helps. So you think the doctor should have the ability to do those things, but the government shouldn't? Like the, that's... What do you mean the government should or shouldn't? Well, I mean, it, I'm mean, saying that the doctor is the person who who is in the best possible position to make that call. The, okay. The kind of un, the the assessment of a person's mental health, be sure. it be it attempted suicide, be it kind of you know their 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 willingness to be blind or or that they feel that they ought to only have a right leg. In theory, but isn't that system just as corruptible as the system we currently have? I mean, uh, it's it's corruptible. I'm not sure it's corrupt. Dead. Uh, well, I mean, it's not corrupted yet because it's not necessarily an option yet. But once you have the ability for assisted suicide, sure. once that actually becomes the, a the, thing. Big Pharma is going to get in the way and be like, use, this, use well, this technique. I mean, we already have issues where hospitals just dump patients out on skid row. Yeah. I mean, we have issues where people are trying to make things and people disappear. And a lot of times it might be easier to get rid of a patient or, sure. you know, just you know, erase them from the books. So it does, I mean, I just feel like you're giving that same power just to a different group of aristocrats. It's not necessarily, I, I, I understand, you know, there's not really a better uh, group of people we could find. That, I guess that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's, so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not granting doctors <laughs> necessarily the authority. I'm saying. You're if, feeding into that God complex that exists. Yeah, right. It's the <laughs> megalomaniacal concept of totally. doctors. No, well, I saw that I'm not Baldwin saying that movie. the doctors, I'm not saying that the, the government should or shouldn't have, have, have the ability to kill someone. What I'm saying is that there needs to be some, if, if, if 
if there was something in place where the government could make the same type of assessment, which I guess it brings you brings you back to the previous point, which is, you know, yeah, we have made that assessment, and that is that he's guilty and he ought to die. Um, the what what we lose in that case is the the person's ownership of their own body. In other words, their own autonomy is lost at that point that you grant any authority to anyone other than the patient himself. Do you see what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm not saying that the government has authority to kill them. I'm saying that the person's if a person on if a person in prison wanted to die, sure, they they ought to be allowed. So I'm not saying the government should kill them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no. saying they should go through the property channels of, you know, doctor assessment, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Sure. Or they just fucking do it themselves. Yeah, those are certainly uh, two slightly different concepts. There. Exactly. But um, so I guess that leads us into like the idea of death panels. Then, mm-hmm. so should this the uh, elected government form a group of doctors that can then say that okay, this person is not going to recover. So we're not worth, they're not worthy of spending more money on. They're not worthy of, you know, more treatment just to prolong their existence for no reason. Just. Wait, so you're asking about death panels, essentially death panels where the person doesn't have a choice, where they're not going to get any more medical treatment at a certain point. Right. I mean, if we go to that, uh, the uh, Republican nightmare of the idea of, uh, you know, the government completely in control of all health care and, you know, making the Republican myth. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I don't think there should be death panels. I think. uh, um, That, yeah, I mean, I probably like you, Sean Favrenitz, would not trust the government to make those <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that, that is certainly... Uh, but then, at, I guess, what do we do with our old people then? If, if we're kill not, them. We kill them. That, it's that, just that, easier. That's what I mean, if we're not going to kill yeah, them. Yeah, no, I don't know. I thought we were talking about, like, regular people. Old people aren't regular, aren't people. No. They, it, why, it, why are we... Ew, why are we talking about old people right now? Use them for I'm firewood. I'm so grossed out. Don't, don't, don't be cruel. You know, Sorry. yeah, I'm a horrible person. Yeah, we we skin them and use them as blankets. Ugh, that's <laughs> disgusting. So <laughs> sorry. What no. do we do with old people? Is what you said? I guess. Yeah. I mean, the, I mean, you know, a step before death. Then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, they. You know, uh, once again, they own themselves. Whatever what they choose to do with their own bodies is right. But I mean, that's for the fifteen, maybe twenty percent that have actually accumulated enough wealth to be able to make those decisions and make whatever decisions they have happen. Yeah. But I mean, you know, it's just general that most people these days are going to be relying on government assistance when yeah. they get to that certain age. You yeah, know? Sure. At, at some point where our, our society is just not set up to, to, you know, take care of us for as long as we're living these days or as long as, as many of us are living these days. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly we've, we've lived this long before. It's just not in this great percentages. So, how, I mean, as a society, how do we deal with that? How, if we're not going to kill people, how do we, how do we handle that? How do we take those, take care of those people or do we take care of those people or do we just put them on an iceberg and set them adrift and not call that killing them? But you know, it kind of is. Well, no, no, we, we definitely take care of them. I mean, I think yeah. the system that we have for taking care of old people right now is going to be getting much worse with all the baby boomers who are coming of age, but, um, you know, that's going to be a temporary thing. Um, I don't, I don't think that the system that we have for elder care right now 
is something that we should go away from one way or the other. I think it, it works and it's fine. Uh, okay. Um, I, I guess just I, I've spent enough time in like nursing homes and whatnot in my life. Why to know are you that. in nursing homes? Um, Do I've they had, have just really good meatballs? Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, the, the sauce on Tuesdays is just <laughs> unbeatable. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I've had elderly grandparents. Um, I've had jobs where I've had to spend, you know, days and whatnot in nursing homes. Sure. Um, I, it, it, I, I've, I feel like I've spent more time in nursing homes than I, I should at my age, mm-hmm. but it's, it, it always struck me as somewhere that I would absolutely never want to be. And it, it seems like almost worse than death to just be kind of relegated to this, uh, I don't know, factory hotel room or whatever sure. the hell it is. Um, I, I, I mean, to me, that just seems like, uh, I, I'd rather be, you know, set adrift on an iceberg to tell you the truth. And then that's, uh, that seems at least giving me a fighting chance, you know? Well, and that, that's your right. Like it would be, it would, <laughs> honestly, it would be, I, I think it's, again, you're right to determine what you do with yourself. But as far as like, how do we take care of the elderly is a totally separate, not a separate issue. Um, I mean, yeah, I think, I think obviously nursing homes need to be better managed and there needs to be, we do need to figure out fiscally speaking where to allocate some of this money because there are some fucking problems right now socially with, with a lot of different issues, <laughs> obviously, you know what I mean? Like the elderly, I mean, what, how do we distinguish the elderly from the, you know, the homeless, so to speak in it or, or, the you know, they had jobs. Right, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. What about the elderly homeless? Though? <laughs> yeah. Cause in many cases they're not, I mean, it's, it's the same type of thing, right? So I mean, in, in how you allocate the funds in order to better care for people who need it is a separate issue than death, I would say. Right. Because ultimately it is your, I mean, if you want to live a happy life, you, you, you have that right. Yeah. It's certainly a separate issue. It's just a, um, a consequence that you have to deal with when you make the decision that you're not going to kill people. I mean, if, you know, if, if, if everyone's against the Logan's run thing, then we, we got to do something. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think we should do something. I think, but I think we definitely should do something. Right, I think we all agree with that. Taking a hard stance, Sean O'Brien. Yeah, like not, we you know, should do something. Of course, I think we should do many things, and I think we're, it's well within our power to do those things. Right on. Um, but no, from the morality standpoint, I, th- I think they're separate issues. I don't think killing, I don't think death is the same issue as, as what do we do with the elderly <laughs> because they're close to death. It no. just seems like a leap. Like, You're old. You tautologically will die soon. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it was from death panels too there, but uh, yeah. It, no, 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 I get it. <laughs> no, I understand. There we go. Even like a more universal single payer um, healthcare, and in that case, everyone would have healthcare. And it gets to the point where, you know, typically we have doctors making the call on when we should continue treatment and cut treatment. And the more, you know, even though I would like a system where everybody had access to government healthcare, you get to the point where. I don't know, though, that there's a big difference between the government or the insurance companies making a decision as to whether or not they're going to pay for it, those procedures moving forward. Right, at the moment, not. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, but that's kind of, I see where it would kind of tie in. (laughs) Thanks for your justification. That could bring us to many different topics, but you can, you can, you lead. Lead us, Sean. No, no, I mean, I... Yeah. So wait, to go back to the other thing, uh, yeah. Sean Fabernitz, where do you stand on the death penalty? Um, honestly, I like I said, on everything, I'm conflicted. I, I understand the 
I understand the gut uh, reaction for revenge. Um, I understand the idea that, you know, even if it's biblical, the eye for an eye sort of thing, that, you know, if uh, some guy's going around killing and raping children, that, you know, there's definitely some people that are going to want him dead. And I, I don't necessarily fault them for that. Um, I don't trust the government, though. And I guess that's where my idea of the death penalty breaks down. Um, I am certainly... Um, you know, I, I'm not opposed to killing someone in self-defense. And if they come at me, yes. But uh, after the fact, when the government gets involved, there's just way too many questions of... Um, you know, it's interesting... God, sorry. No, no, I was It's trying. interesting. I, don't, I, ne I never really understand what people say or what people mean when they say the government, like mm. in a monolithic sense. I don't know what that means. What, what do you mean by that? Um, just, I, I, the man, you know, I mean, that, that, sure. <laughs> <laughs> right. okay. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Well, just the, the, um, I, I we, re yes. And on, on an intellectual level, we understand that they, the government is by the people for the people of the people, whatnot, but from a, uh, a human living their life standpoint, it's the government that gives me a parking ticket. It's the government that's collecting taxes. It's the government that's, you know, building the roads on the good side, but it's, you know, it's all kind of that one sort of faceless yeah, just, Uncle Sam entity. But it's just a network. It's just a network of systems. I mean, in other words, so you're, it's like the internet, in other words, you're saying. <laughs> Essentially, yeah, yeah. Got it, okay. No, I'm, but, it, but the internet doesn't really have a goal, right? Um, no, but large factions and powerful factions of the internet do. Right. And that, I mean, that's, that's kind of where I've always understood the, the conspiracy world is that, you know, the idea is that not that when you're talking about a conspiracy that everyone in the government had to keep their mouth shut in order for this thing to happen. We're just talking about a few people that had enough power to make one thing or another happen. Um, obviously not talking about any conspiracy in, in particular, sure. but just the- Sounds like we'll get there at some point. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I, I, I definitely relax my opinions on the, a lot of those. But um, the, I mean, just the, the general notion that people have goals and certain groups of people that have strength sure. will come together. And when they find that they have goals in common, they will use that strength to push for those goals. And we've gotten to a place in our- our history in that the uh, the economic forces drive everything. So those yeah. few very hand that or that small handful of people that have enough money to make those decisions are the ones that actually end up pushing those. Sure. I was just going to ask you guys what 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 would you consider our system of government to be right now? Do you think it's a democracy or is it an oligarchy? <laughs> yeah, basically? capitalist oligarchy. I, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's unfair to say. I really don't. At this point, yeah. I mean, represent, representative democracy is um, – it's accurate, but it's not representing the public. So what do you think are some <laughs> ways to fix that? Because that ultimately is what you're talking about as far as to, to make the government no longer the government. Totally. That you're talking – because in other words, it sounds like what you're saying as the government. It's, it's an entity, but but at the moment, because they're controlled by – essentially lobbyists and money, whatever it would be, ultimately, mm -hmm. that's that's what you're calling the government, well, yeah, is the money behind it, basically. Ex exactly. Okay. There was a point when AOL was the internet. 
Sure. The, and, you know, the, yeah. that changed. And that, you know, that that's kind of the, the same way I see the government. Is okay. That, you know, the, it is this kind of collection so the of the parking ticket mines. collecting, the, collecting the, the, the parking, you know, the meter maid, taking mm-hmm. the money, giving it to, the, uh, you know, kicking it up and kicking it up and kicking it exactly. up. Ultimately, whoever it ends, who's in whose ever pocket it ends, you're like, that fucking guy, that's the government. That's the man. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> that's the man. That fucking guy. Yeah. His pocket. Okay, cool. So that that's an interesting way to put it. So cool. So then now I so yeah, I'll go back to the question. What what do you guys think is the the some ways to solve that? Um I think Sanders has a really good point of just taking money out of things. Mm-hmm. So if we um I really think that elections should be publicly funded. Um yeah. so if we First off, the election cycle needs to be uh, cut down tremendously. Yeah, it's. I was thinking of the way. Keep going. No, no. Go I on. was thinking <laughs> of the way up here. I was like, I. The one thing that annoys me about fucking politics is how fucking long. Yeah. Election cycles are I'm like people should not be talking about this right now. And I'm thinking that driving up here about to talk about politics. <laughs> now, is there a way to cut down the election cycle? Isn't it just kind of, I mean, nah, man, it's, it's, a, sh- it's getting so stretched out or just it's people want it so bad and there's so much show. money it's in it that opera. people just feel the need to start early. Yeah. yeah, no, it's just so much money. Like, I mean, it, all they would have to all do the is above. say they, the, they're not going to hold the debates until later in the year or until like the year of the election, not a year before the election. If we didn't start the debates, then people wouldn't have to throw their hats into the ring right. at specific times and you know we we would be able to condense that now i mean obviously the the longer vetting process we have the um in theory the better we could do of finding appropriate people for that but it just seems the longer the vetting process we have the more shit we find and there's shit on everyone so there's there's just kind of no way around that at this point it just kind of ends up going to whoever got the most money it's you know like a prom queen sort of situation you know you just go around the country dancing and no don't fucking go there all right marjorie (laughs) deserved that shit she was the queen right she had the updo and everything she just you don't even know marjorie did you see the promposal by the way promposal yeah the promposal for her oh (laughs) but there is a marjorie guys i'm sorry don't don't google i'm just fucking around um so money money there so money is the problem money 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 to, to me, that's, that's the big thing. Um, yeah, money too. and then the um, selling the debates. That seems yeah, weird. that's well put. <laughs> that's really well put. Um, it's, I mean, there's, yeah, it, it's a weird situation, but um, I, I don't know. I kind of think that airtime should be free. So at least for political office, um, that should be a requirement of having an, uh, an FCC broadcasting license like it used to be mm-hmm. that, you know, part of your day was dedicated to broadcasting public uh, awareness or events or whatever it is mm-hmm. um, ever since like the, the 80s and the whole Reagan decentralizing of things. They've gotten away from a lot of that stuff. But I think we do need to place a lot more. Uh, uh, blame on our media. Um, the idea that, you know, they're supposed to be the fourth estate. They're supposed to be the ones that are asking these questions, but instead all they're doing is trying to get access. Mm-hmm. And then everything that they're doing is controlled by their ability to get access. And then that's, you know, just kind of waved in front of them. Well, do you want to be working in the white house anymore? Well, you better be asking these questions and these questions, but not yeah. these. And, you know, if you don't want to work in the white house, then you can ask what you want, but you're not going to be here to ask them. So, I mean, this is, a, this is sort of a dumb question, but it, 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 you know, 
it, it bears conversation. Do you think that the majority of the candidates on either side really believe what it is that they're saying? Oh, not a damn, not a damn thing. Right. It's, I mean, that's my, that's always been my problem with Hillary Clinton mm-hmm. that, I mean, she is whatever her audience wants her to be at any mm-hmm. given time. There is no Hillary Clinton. She is a, a she is vaporware. She <laughs> is, you know, just something that exists to, uh, it's you a know, malleable mass. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. To, to enlighten or not to enlighten, but to, uh, to, you know, get, uh, bolster exuberance sure it's um you know just a a mascot more than an actual person Mm -hmm. but sure and so do you think there are any candidates who do believe everything they're saying um i i like bernie um You're feeling the burn, so to speak. Yeah, burn it down. Um, burn it down. <laughs> That's good. I'm trying to Is start that the that new one. one. No, I'm trying to start it. Burn it down. <laughs> burn it down. Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> I don't know how I feel about. Burn it down. Yeah. Okay, sorry, but uh, Bernie no, Sanders. So I mean, I, I, he at least puts on a good show, and he's at least um, passionate sure. when he's speaking. Whether or not he still believes that, st- I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure he still believes in that stuff. But like, I, there's also an, an element of the sort of Baptist preacher that's just kind of up there and like mm-hmm. knowing how to play an audience like a fiddle and mm-hmm. knowing when to raise his voice to get the the, the cheers and whatnot. Um, you know the. It, it is showmanship, and so there has to be. I mean, I guess an inevitable point, point part of it is mm-hmm. when you know they just kind of become a part of that that show. show basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Justin, yeah what do you think? but see, I think that I like Bernie, and I like a lot of what he's saying, and I think that he believes in a lot of what he's saying mm-hmm. a lot more so than a lot of the other candidates. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't. It just doesn't matter. Because <laughs> president, what on his platform is he going to actually be able to enact? Not yeah, that one. is a very good question. Well, I mean, that gets to the point of what does a president actually do, though? I mean, yeah. you know, technically, if you really read the Constitution, what's in, you know, what it's their job responsibilities actually are, all of the things that all of them are, you know, putting on their platforms are things that are supposed to be way out of their purview. Sure. But, you know, they, they are essentially just supposed to be the de facto cheerleader and then commander in chief got kind of jammed in there too. But Mm -hmm. it's, um, you know, it's, it's not supposed to be a King. It's not supposed to be a decision, a decider. It's not supposed to be the, the person that's in charge of these things. It's supposed to be the person that kind of takes the temperature of the electorate and, you know, filters that out in, in sort of a, a public spokesman for the country sort of way. Cool. So he's the engine to the the, the discourse, if you will, that, between between the three. You know, that's my vague understanding of the Constitution from eighth grade. Sure, <laughs> it's, it's like I don't know if I've ever read the Constitution. No, yeah, I think in as time goes on, it seems that the president gets more and more power. Um, I mean, to the point where you get Barack Obama. Who I mean, how many people does he kill with his drone strikes while we're not actually at war? If you look at, you know, you want to bring it back to talking about death. (laughs) You know, nice segue. Indeed. (laughs) Pro. So, I mean, I look at like a lot of things that I looked up to in Barack. He has not fulfilled or or enacted. And it's kind of a question of how much was he lying? How much was he just... He thought he could do it and couldn't. Um, and how much might how much has get he just changed by being down the in, road. The, in the position? Because I yeah. really dislike the 
all the the drone strikes killing. Yeah, no, these- I, yeah, I he, you know. For, on, but on, I also <laughs> like the fact that he hasn't. We haven't gone to war, and you know, you look at Bush didn't have the authority to declare war, but he still brought us yeah. into the war in Iraq. Yep. Yeah, but I mean, that wasn't the first time a president had done that. So that's, I mean, there's precedent for the yeah. president. Mm-hmm, sure. But that, I mean, that's the whole sort of presidential proclamation thing where they can, you know, just kind of make up their own laws now, which, again, that's not really something that the Constitution strictly says that they have the ability to do. Sure. But they've, they've. That's why I would just kind of say fuck the constitution i don't know why we are all so beholden to the constitution right on and yeah. everything that we have now is kind of i wouldn't say everything's super messed up but we can't do the things that we want to do and everything's so hamstrung why are we so beholden we that, aren't we I, really aren't it's a malleable piece I, rewrite it <laughs> fucking it's okay it's gonna say, be all right see that scares me more than anything why um mainly because i there's too much money in it right now <laughs> exactly yeah there, there's yeah. just the same money that we were just complaining about exactly it, Doubling down. Th- this is like the one thing that's keeping everything from falling apart right now and if we open up the books at this point it's going to be a fucking free-for-all and everything that we don't want is probably what's going to change i don't mean rewrite the whole fucking thing obviously <laughs> I don't think anybody's suggesting that. Down. Yeah, I don't think anybody's <laughs> suggesting that. It's little pieces at a time. I mean, for example, yeah. again, the the money the money in sure, politics that's something that could be done could be done. And Certainly. so, if that is the issue that like you know it's holding all together or is yeah. stopping it from falling apart in a weird way. Then but, you can fix that. Yeah, I don't think that's the silver bullet, but that would certainly go a not. long way to to helping things in the proper direction. Yeah. Uh, one other thing I've always been in favor of, but no one seems to agree with me on, is execution of political or political corruption. So uh, the execution death, of what the, the death penalty for political corruption or treating political corruption as treason, essentially. So, got it. Got uh, it. The idea that you know, if you were to go against your electorate for a payoff, then sure. that is you know something that is a, a high crime, and you know the, that is if if we're taking the death penalty off the table, that is still something that needs to be addressed. Taking care <laughs> as well. Yeah, yeah. that's wacky. The, we can. We, we, stone I was. I, I heard a bribe. <laughs> I, I didn't say stone them, but you know, it's uh, certainly there needs to be some ramifications there. I heard what you were saying, but all I could concentrate on the fact was when I didn't understand you before. I put my hand up to my ear <laughs> as if I could, as if I could hear better with mm-hmm. fucking headphones on. You do anyway, have a little sorry. volume now. No, no, no. I can't. Sure. I just I realized cupping my headphone doesn't make me hear better. The future um, is now. <laughs> No, I don't think that the death penalty in any case should be right. But I mean, even if so we no. don't, but even if we weren't going to kill people, we should still treat them as as harshly as we would anyone committing treason. Anyone yeah. that is making, you know, sort of, um, you know, doing things that are detrimental to the country. Yeah. Although then that brings us to the whole Snowden thing, and you yeah, know, whether that is actually detrimental or beneficial is. Left up to history? I don't like. No, it's left up on this fucking table right now. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna answer that question. We're, we're gonna solve That's the big problems today. That's a fantastic question. Um, so yeah, uh, where do you stand on Snowden? Wow, Justin, I was surprised that people were so surprised. <laughs> all that stuff was common knowledge. I swear, I read all that stuff in a Popular Science magazine like totally. five years ago. 
Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Like, uh, yeah, nothing was surprising to me at all other than that it was confirmation that that stuff was happening. But yeah. I've always yeah. assumed the government is always watching. <laughs> <laughs> I read 1984. I know sure. how things work. <laughs> um, so, I mean, yeah, I, I, I legitimately, I was... <laughs> so then, is he a patriot or is he a is he a tre- is he a treasonous? Yeah. You know, whatever the fucking Arnold, snake. Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> <laughs> Should he, uh, you know, fall under more whistleblower type laws or yeah, yeah. protect government or protection just, yeah. or government persecution? Um, I guess if I were going to answer that question, my gut says that he should be more considered more of a whistleblower than a criminal. But I don't think I've done quite enough research to be able to. <laughs> it's hard to know what. I mean, I don't really even know ultimately some of the details of what he did release. So it's hard to say. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, there are instances. Even in other words, if someone ends up dying because of what he released. But then we get into the numbers. You know, how many people didn't die because of what he released? That's is unquantifiable, but it's possibly you know, much greater. If the idea of the, you know, if we had never known about the drone strikes, like we, right. you know, we obviously we knew about them, but they never admitted them. So, right. you know, if those were just allowed to go on in perpetuity, how many people would have just been wiped off the face of the planet without anyone even, even you know, caring or knowing about it? Right. Well, because they're not Americans. That's, so they're yeah. not people. Well, some of them are Americans. No, they're not. In that, so, I mean, you know. I'm kidding around anyway. The, <laughs> no, it's well put. You're right. I don't know. I Yeah. I um, Well, what does your gut instinct say, Sean? <laughs> um, again, I'm conflicted as always. That's kind of my uh, <laughs> my my gut is So we're just here jumbled. to tell you. That, that's the idea, yeah. Okay. I, I don't know what I think. Wait, tell me what I think. What should I think about the government? Is that the point of this podcast? <laughs> yeah. This is fucking great. Sean's like, you know what? I don't have the goddamn time to formulate my own opinions. No. I'm going to invite some friends over, and they can tell me what I think about things. Pretty much. This is fucking great. No, Snowden definitely falls on my hero side. Um, really? Oh, wow. yeah. Cool. Um, I, I think that anything... I, I am uh, opposed to the government in most ways. So the idea that anyone is blowing the whistle and, you know, getting away with it. Sure. And, um, you know, the the information that I have seen that he has leaked has been, you know, at least, uh, like you said, nothing was revelatory, but everything mm-hmm. has been um, detrimental in that it confirms our fears. You know, mm-hmm. the idea that the NSA is listening to everything that we're doing, the idea that everything can be Wait, lo- logged what? and tracked. And yeah, that's why I put out a podcast just because, you know, so we both have can, a record of everything. Anyway, so another week we just had a conversation anyway. Yeah, exactly. And they would have heard us. <laughs> I, I just want to make sure we're all on the same page. Right. <laughs> but. Wow. Yeah. Um, cool. <laughs> Snowden. So I, I take it you're not going to be throwing him a homecoming party. Or? No, you no. I, I, uh, he's a, I, see, uh, here's a weird thing to say. I don't, I don't, yeah. I, I'm very much for Snowden. Whatever the fuck. <laughs> I don't even know specifically how to determine what it is that I feel about the guy. Cause it's such a, cause it's, I think it's a shame. I think he ought to be able to come home. I think is the first step that I would want to take. Sure. Um, and we can we can work from there. But of course, the, the, you know, then <laughs> I guess that's my point. It's like just bring him home, and then it'll be like it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. 
So clearly I'm already like, just bring the guy home. It's no big deal. I think I just, that's the only thing I feel bad for the guy. Um, Anyone in exile. No. Yeah. I'm fine with him. I I don't think he, I mean, no, look, I think ultimately transparency is important in in every sort of well-educated, you know, populace. Yeah. It's just important. So what he did, no, I don't think is, is necessarily treasonous. Um, nor do I even really think it's that bad of a thing. I mean, look, it's, it's, it, it's not as bad as Hillary's emails. Yeah, right. Exactly. Well, wait, so <laughs> you, you were the one that asked if somebody died because of the information that he put out and you were saying that transparency right. is important. So mm-hmm. you would be on the side of saying that you would still want him to come back, even if it was confirmed that people had died based on information that he put out. Yes. I, I was honestly just, just sort okay. of playing devil's advocate at a point. I I, sure. I, I don't see him as a criminal. Hmm. I, I, I see him as – and I don't necessarily see him as a hero either. Um, but in a yeah, weird way, I mean, he's a journalist. Exactly. Between, <laughs> between those two choices, yeah. hero, but yeah, journalism definitely uh, fits the bill a little bit more. Yeah. I, you know, it's if, – if, if it's the truth that the that the NSA is doing something that appears immoral, if it's the truth that the you know the government quote unquote or the very with drones, right? Let's just mm-hmm. call that it, that that drone strike strikes are occurring in such a way that is not only unconstitutional or you know it, or or more specifically immoral. Yeah. Um. Then then what's I, I don't see it as a problem in releasing that information. Hmm. I I I don't. So no I. I I, again, I wouldn't call him a hero, yeah. um, I, but I wouldn't call him criminal either. I always just kind of go back to the idea that our military is just so much stronger than anyone else's. Yeah, like, right? What we, the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> we, we can take anyone. Yeah, <laughs> a like, couple of secrets here and there. Jesus Christ. We're but, Did you guys see that Titan missile the other day that went <laughs> off over L.A.? No, I, I, I missed it. Yeah, I, I heard Everybody about it. Everybody was tripping but, out. Yeah. But Did I, you hear how much it costs no. for no. one of those missiles? Probably I heard uh, like a billion or 80 something. million dollars. 80 million? <laughs> one, one Titan missile. Yeah, just to test it and Jesus. fire it off for no uh-huh. reason whatsoever. Imagine what NASA could do with that. Oh, God. <laughs> 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 we're going to have to do a whole episode on NASA. That's going to be. Yes. <laughs> yes, we will. Oh, uh, you're anti NASA? No, I'm. I love NASA. Yeah, how how could you be anti NASA? Yeah. I'm joking. I <laughs> oh, I see. I knew Sean Favrenitz went to space camp when he was. <laughs> you didn't, you lucky bitch. Yeah, that was one of the luckiest weeks of my life. Oh my god! <laughs> Other than some douchebag stealing my wallet, but that's one of the, the luckiest. All worth it. Yeah, like, you were you were eight. <laughs> yep. Would you would you use a Dick Tracy wallet with like Velcro? Well, yeah, I couldn't afford the French fries in the cafeteria anymore, so I was pissed. <laughs> did you get astronaut ice cream though? That's the I real did. question. Yeah. Then yeah. you're fine. Yeah, yeah. Nobody needs French fries when you got astronaut ice cream. It's a damn fine point, sir. That's the best stuff <laughs> in the world, man. You know, there's a fries right over here sells them. Yeah, I'm aware. You're aware. This? Oh, I didn't even know. Mm. It was fantastic. I love it. I love mm. it more than anything. Living in the future. <laughs> death. Death and taxes, my yeah. man. Oh, yeah. That was uh, a nice segue there. That was one of the uh, the, the death tax. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I know how Mr. Wilbert feels about that, but uh, how about yourself, Mr. O'Brien? The death tax. The death tax. I don't know yeah. what that is. Uh, basically, the amount that your estate is taxed when you're dead. So affecting how much you could essentially leave to your heirs. Oh, okay. Got it. What, what am I supposed to feel? What do you, do you have any opinion on the idea of leaving money to heirs? 
there's there's the concept oh. that like after wow. you know some people float the idea that you know uh you a better system would be to put a cap on it so at the most you could leave your children a million dollars each but where is the rest were, of like, it go backed into the government into the coffers into the, you know the public good whereas it currently gets taxed at a, a higher amount than normal income yeah yeah um, it's like so it's kind of like People on the right want to get rid of that tax because this is money that you paid income tax on. You've already paid taxes on that. And then just yeah. to leave it to your kids, they're taking half off the top already or whatever it is. Yeah, it's like triple taxation by that point. But mm-hmm. the yeah, so I mean the, the hardcore Republicans really want to get rid of any sort of extra death tax and just allow you to pass all of your money along. There sure. are some people that would fight the other way that you, you know say you can't pass anything along. Uh, my personal opinion is that it is uh, creating an American aristocracy. The idea that um, you know so much wealth can be accumulated, and after a certain point, there has there is no production or no productive member of that family that is uh, still continuing to deserve that level and call themselves American. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, I there. <sighs> I kind of understand the idea of the cap. So if we were to cap it at like a million dollars each. So, you know, each of your children could have a million dollars at your death. And then, you know, the rest of your billions of dollars would go into the public coffers to pay for roads or whatever. Wow. Um, you know, that even at a million dollars, that's certainly, to me, that's a lifetime's worth of money, essentially. If you know what you're you doing. You think so? Well, if you know what you're doing, not maybe not today's interest rates, but, you know, a million dollars, if you're even at like 3%, that's 30 grand a year. That's certainly livable. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's... it. it and yeah, you're starting off with a million. You can, exactly. Yeah. So it'll, it'll be you know it'll be five by the time you're ten. Right. And obviously, there's going to be loopholes, and people are going to be signing over houses to their children before they die and shit sure. like that. And but I mean, the idea of trying to put some sort of limitation on that that ever growing aristocracy that that idea that we we can't be a democracy if we're turning into this lordship essentially where so few people Oligarchy. have yeah exactly where so few people have all of that control and all of that money wow wow <laughs> i genuinely haven't even fucking thought about this before right on um mr wilbert <laughs> i think that yeah. you are a terrible libertarian <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm saying, right? Yeah. Like, yep. not, oh, I'm, I'm a libertarian, libertarian socialist. That is what I'm, is on my yeah, Facebook no, profile. I'm, I'm good with it being taxed at triple, quadruple taxed at a really high rate. I don't like the idea of capping it at a million dollars. I mean, I guess. Yeah, cap seems a little aggressive. It, it's also yeah. arbitrary, but um, wh- I mean, what do you see as the flaw of the cap, though? Um. It just doesn't feel right. <laughs> well, no, I, because, I mean, if ultimately, you work that hard to accumulate that much wealth, you should be able to leave a lot of it. Now, it's you know, it's. I also think it's the system's rigged and money keeps flowing up and sure. to a smaller and smaller group of people. And I know right. that's part of the problem, but I still feel like I guess but, it would depend on where you set the cap at, but it would have to be significantly higher than a million. I think a cap. I think ultimately, would the the problem with the cap might be. That there, that there's no oh fuck I don't know why I started talking. I, don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> like my ju- brain's working on overload right now. Just the idea of creating a long-term society that we are um, cultivating, you know, to me that that idea that 
you can, you know, it, 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 it's just if you take that sort of macro view, you, you just see that snowball building in very few corners. And there's really no other way to stop those accumulations from happening other than just cut it off at the knees. But I guess that's what I'm saying. It's, it's too easy. A cap is just too easy. It's like okay. just a, fl- it's just too hard lined. Mm. It's like, there are easy, there are political issues are complicated. <laughs> really? You know what I mean? <laughs> Philosophical, political, societal issues are complicated and, totally. and people don't want to have the conversations and figure it out. It takes time to do all that shit. And thus we're like, fuck it. Cap it. Done. <laughs> <laughs> Million bucks. Yep. I don't want to have the, I don't want to have to figure it out. It's I don't nice want to have to number. figure out the correct answer. Yep. But if there are, you know, there's, there's, there's philosophical points to, to all of this. Yeah. Um, and it's not like that money's in yeah, cash. What exactly. if the money's in, uh, you know, $40 billion, uh, $40 million business that you, the kids are taking over the private business right. to own that. It's, you know? it's, it's, it's net worth ultimately. It, exactly. So giving the guy. I, oh no, I, I don't I, think you really can cap it. Yeah, I don't think you like can. It's not like this money is just liquid cash in the bank for the right. most part. I'm, I mean, I'm sure large chunks of it are, but it's kind of like then you're incentivizing people to buy assets that can't be – that are less liquid. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm sure the system would find its corruption. Too many loopholes for a cap is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah I'm, sh- I'm sure the loopholes would just – be bondful, but, um, I don't know, in, I guess an ideal utopian society just feels like they're, I don't know. I, again, that's the, the libertarian side of me being conflicted, which is, you know, the, the, <laughs> with, I, with the communist side, with, with the socialist side, certainly. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I mean the, the, I, I am for public health care, but I'm yeah. also for guns. Like there's, sure. you know, there, there's an, I, that, that sort of idea that, um, I mean, the I guess the reason that I have the socialist leaning uh, alongside of my libertarian leaning is the idea that I realize that humans are making themselves obsolete. Mm-hmm. So we have created a society, we've created a culture that is uh, fundamentally rewarding us for the progress that we make for for our contributions to society. But we're getting to a point where there aren't contributions to be made, or at least the contributions that humans can make are less and less valuable. And the more the robots take over, the more, you know, less jobs that we'll have, you know, they took our jobs. It's all just different things taking our jobs now. So it's, it's just something that can, um, it, we're, we're going to get to a point where there isn't money for the, you know, very soon. Yeah. <laughs> very yeah. soon. I mean, look we at, arguably are. Look what's at that? How many- Look at self-driving cars. Totally. Every truck driver, every, I mean, that's my job. That's every taxi driver. That's, you know, hundreds of millions of jobs rely on driving a car. We could replace all those jobs with a robot today. Yep. And the insurance companies go away, uh, you know. The, that's my job. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> so there's yeah, exactly. I'm in auto insurance. So you end up in like a Wally's type situation. What's that? Wall- the movie Wally. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. Well, well yeah. I, I haven't. I didn't see it. So I guess I don't know. before the downfall, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Right. I guess so. um, but <laughs> no, I mean, the, eventually, or you know, I mean, like even the 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 guy that runs Uber, he said that they're heavily invested in looking towards self driving cars. So yeah. all of these people that are jumping on that Uber bandwagon. In and you know, talking about all the extra income they can make. How do you guys feel about Uber? Um, oh, I, I love Uber. Yeah, I oh. don't. I don't drink, so I don't really care. <laughs> 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 okay. I feel like Uber is for drunks or for bar people, and that's just like not something I do. I mean, what about, what about like cities? 
Mm. Instead of another, you don't own a car, right? I own a car. I'm saying if you don't, if you live in a city, I own a car. car. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not homeless. Sure, but so for the, for those of for those who don't own a car in a city, right, like New York, mm-hmm. if it, Uber is convenient and cheaper for them, um, yeah, yeah, for for right. New York, yeah. But then, of course, then the problem is that that it it it. First of all, well, so where do the New York Ubers come from then? So is everyone coming in from Jersey to to drive an Uber for? No, people own cars in New York. They, uh, uh, it really, yeah, yeah, <laughs> huh. yeah. I was I, I was under the impression that no one did. Very few do. Okay. I mean, proportionally speaking, very few. So the ten percent of people exactly. that own cars are driving Ubers. Yeah, exactly. And I don't know. Maybe some of them do come from Jersey yeah. or from like upstate or some shit. Right. Like, on. oh fuck it, it's Saturday. I'll yeah. just drive around. Um, no, I take Ubers to the airport. I take Ubers when mm, we're going out go. to dinner and not drinking, but we're going to an area where there's no parking, and mm. it's six dollars to take an Uber. It's just way easier. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess I just don't leave my house, so that's sure. <laughs> so you genuinely just don't have an opinion on Uber itself. I mean, I drive from home to work and work to home. What about the fact right. that it might be? It's like so. I the fact that what it's if like you putting drive for some, Uber, right? <laughs> Do you think that they're making as much as as they claim to in some the, cases? The now? company or the people's the the, the individual drivers uh, no. from yeah from what I've heard their their pays have, have been slashed recently. Yeah, so they're not, oh, it's so cheap. There's no way they can yeah. There's make, no way yeah. And so. they're they're pay they pay for all their my my biggest problem is that they they pay for all their own maintenance mm-hmm. and they there's no real like re, not regulation but just there's no requirements for you as a driver to become an Uber driver. Well, yeah, Justin, what's the insurance uh, deal on that? I mean, uh, I'm sure people are not telling their companies that they're driving for Uber and then they're just calling you and when they well, have an accident. I just started with my new company with my prior company. We were told to look for the little U in the windshield mm. or any signs that people were driving for did, did Uber just, or Lyft. And then we would report it to our underwriting department and they would get automatically dropped. And we would deny claims if we found out that they were driving. Yeah, yeah that, see, and that's It terrible. automatically voids the policy if you're driving it in a commercial use. Yes, yes. Um, if we just found out with that prior insurance company that they were an Uber driver, mm-hmm. then they would just get dropped right off the bat. Right on. Yeah. Now, if if the in the actual claim they we'd have to determine if they were working or not oh, okay there's a difference between having a a person in your car versus being logged in waiting for a person gotcha. versus just driving around and not actually being logged in waiting for a fare there's like three different steps but wow. you can probably contact uber and get that info pretty easy there's yeah. nothing specific in the policy about it right on but you can get that information pretty easily though right because everything is tracked um, I mean, technically the information definitely exists, but uh, I don't think that the insurance company necessarily has a right to get it or gotcha. is going to go through the trouble of getting a subpoena in court to get somebody's cell phone information from Uber over a $1,500 claim. Yeah, totally. Way more trouble. If there was a fatality million, I don't know, maybe, but hmm. I think my new company is a lot cooler with it. Like, <laughs> right. I, I don't know for sure. <laughs> Uber, I mean... I think like morally – not even morally speaking, just I, I, I don't like the idea – I don't like the way Uber is being run right now from 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 the corporate standpoint. Yeah, no. It seems like the dudes in charge are just dicks, exactly. but it's a and, good idea. Right. But then I'm like, well, this is $4. Yeah, I'm going to fucking just go right now. <laughs> it's hard. I'm like I'm very conflicted and I'm like I try to be really courteous to the dude and it's always fun. 
convenience uh, but I, ta- is hard I take to it beat. exactly. Like I can touch my phone and a car arrives and you can drive <laughs> me to San Diego if I wanted to. Right, like right now. Hmm. Or Vegas right now. Might be pricey, but I could, that could, that shit could happen. I, I don't know. I, I guess I just like driving. I, I love driving. That's the thing. I always drive. I always oh, drive. I hate driving. Oh, man. <laughs> That's the, I thought about becoming an Uber driver, but it's, it seems, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't like it. Hmm. I don't, if, you know, if it were slightly more, I don't know, regulated, but whatever. Yeah. Um, so how but, did we get an Uber? I'm sorry. No, I, I had no it idea. It was my fault. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, so we, we touched on it a little bit, but, um, uh, I, I guess um, I wanted to talk quickly about the idea of guns, um, not necessarily Second Amendment, not necessarily like I, I've just been toying with the idea of like what happens if we do go all you know full liberal, if we do try and outlaw guns completely, if we try and go uh, English style where our cops don't even have guns anymore. Is, is that something that's possible? Does that change change the way that cops interact with people if they no longer have a gun? Does that change our status if we're talking to someone that no longer has a gun? Does that make things... I, I mean, I realize that it's a complete fallacy and there's no way we could get rid of all guns in the United States, but then, you know, there are other countries that are making similar things work and, you know, they haven't been doing it for, you know, since the beginning of time. Certainly there were guns in their countries at some point. Again, I'm very pro-gun, so that's kind of a, a, a conflict of interest that I have. But do you guys have any opinions on the matter? No. <laughs> no. I'm kidding. I'm very scared. <laughs> he jumped the gun. Justin? Ohio, pun intended. Um, I mean, the thing is, is I'm not sure that cops not having guns is going full liberal. Um, I'm pretty far left and pretty pro type gun control, but even I would still want cops to be able to have guns. I'd want, you know, the secret service and the FBI to be able to have guns. Certainly. Uh, but even your, you know, your standard beat cop, you know, the, the guy that's pulling you over for traffic violations every day. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Oh, so you're saying there could be a task force that uh, the, they're the only – like a SWAT team would be the only ones allowed to carry guns and re- your standard cops wouldn't. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I guess in my ideal or my, the, the ideal that I've been toying with I, in uh, whatever yeah. uh, the, is yes, there would be a, a, um, a warehouse or whatever, a stash of guns at, at the police office. Well, so you know when those situations arise, let, but most situations don't require a gun. Let's take a step back. Yeah. You said, what do you mean when you say you like guns? Uh, <laughs> really? I mean, it's, it's funny because that's, it's, that yeah. really is the best argument on that side. So, but what does that mean? What do you mean? Um, so to me, the reason the Second Amendment exists is for tyranny. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the reason the second amendment exists is because inevitably at some point in time, the government will become so powerful and so tyrannical that we will have to take it back again by force. This is not the time. No, certainly. But if we take this time and give up that gun, then we have 
very little recourse in the future. Um, to me, it's, you know, I, I mean, and other than the fact that, you know, I just grew up around guns and I've, you know, had guns my whole life and I, you know, it's, it's a recreation thing as well. It's something I've always been comfortable with, sure. but it's, uh, beyond that, it's, it, it's a responsibility as a human being to make sure that we don't encounter those, those tyrannical overlords that, are inevitable throughout history. Yeah. You know, it might be another couple hundred years, but if we decide that we're too big a pansies to, to have guns right now, then we're cutting our legs off in the future. Obviously, I might not be around, but, you know, there, there, isn't that kind of our responsibility, our legacy to the, you know, I mean, we're only 200-year-old country. Like, yeah. that <laughs> when you when you think about our, uh, oh, man, that, it, that just blows my mind sometimes too, just the idea that, you know. How much things have changed and. The well, small and an extremely small amount of time. Exactly. I mean, yeah. hundred years, really. Yeah. I mean, the world the, is entirely different. The industrial revolution, you know, yeah. I mean, it just kind of like, it, it threw everything off balance, certainly. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. So, so essentially, that's, 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 that's a, that's an interesting point. That really is. Yeah. I mean. And I probably overstated how like anti-gun I was at the beginning, but I would be more pro California or New York style gun control everywhere where mm-hmm. you can't just go to gun shows and buy a gun right. with no background check. And then you can just walk into Starbucks open carrying that gun, like that kind of stuff. You know, it just, it, it, it builds a whole gun culture that I don't think is healthy versus in California, you can have a gun in your home in a gun safe, you know, in a safe, but you can't carry it around with you all the time. Mm-hmm. That well, kind of stuff. You're, and actually, I, you're I, supposed to have open carry in California, which is a whole nother thing, but, um, would, and I don't know that much about that. I just know it's it's pretty regulated in California, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, certainly in, in most areas. It's one of those things where it's like really regulated in cities, but the state of California is very unregulated. So gotcha. like the rural areas, guns are just kind of everywhere. In the cities, guns are supposed to be nowhere, essentially. Mm-hmm. But technically, unless it's changed in the last few years, and I'm unaware, you are supposed to be able to open carry in California, which was like a thing in San Diego while while I was down there. Um, you know, some guys were in the news because they would just literally walk around the, the downtown area or the beach areas and they would have guns on them. You know, it, the idea is that as long as it's visible, it's supposed to be okay. Um, you know, and that's really something stemming from more of the Wild West days. But that was... Um, that was kind of the way it was when I was in Alaska. You know, I mean, you were never more than five feet away from a gun in any direction for mm. the most part. Yeah. And, you know, that's just part of life in certain parts of the country. You know, it's, um, you know, the, I mean, even in Alaska, just when I was, I was living on a boat and walking to the bathroom, which was like half a mile away, there were giant, you know, uh, uh, what were they, sea lions or, uh, yeah, sea lions. They were fucking scary sure. ass bastards that would just <laughs> pop out of the fucking water. Anytime. With guns? Well, no, but <laughs> like, they, they, I mean, even the guns we had probably wouldn't have done anything if that right. sea lion decided I was food. So, but like I mean, a bear or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. They're, they're, yes, bears were less likely to be encountered, but certainly sure. that is, yeah, it, it was a daily experience to, uh, to encounter a situation where a gun might be helpful. Yeah. So, you know, they, that is... Th- those parts of the country do still exist, certainly. But again, that's not the the reason I think the Second Amendment exists. I, sure. I, I think it's there for for tyranny. Yeah, yeah. But. Man, that's. T- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well said. It's it's really it's well put. It's hard to say. I mean, I you know, I don't like guns. 
Yeah, <laughs> I, I really don't. don't. I, I really, I'm so, I'm, it's, it, it's so, it's just too sad, man. Mm. Fucking guns are just scary. It's, I, I hate to be so kind of, whatever about it, but it's, uh, it's, 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 it's depressing sometimes to think about it. it. Oh, it certainly is. And I mean, as far as like gun control and everything, I would be in favor of, um, you know. I'm certainly in favor of background checks. Mm -hmm. I'm in favor of uh, basically, you know, the same thing you do to get a driver's license. You know, you should have to take a test. You should be show that you're proficient and know how to use a firearm before you're just allowed to purchase one. Mm -hmm. But then we do get into that whole slippery slope thing. So, you know, we're, where we're just chiseling away at these little pieces here and there. Um, The same thing that, you know, uh, they they talk about with smoking, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, at first it was, you could smoke everywhere. Now, then it was just the smoking section. Then it was outside. Then it was 20 feet down. Then it was, you know, all the way around the corner as long as no one can see Let's you. Let's go it's okay. home. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, that's uh, that's something that could – is – You could this, do that with guns. Yeah, that's standard political process. Yeah. I mean, that's just – you know, we get that first step. We get that hold. And then, I mean, with, with today's – um, I mean, I, I really like to say that, you know, certainly crazy people shouldn't have guns. That's an easy sure. thing to say, right? right? But I mean, in today's medical uh, environment, how many people haven't seen a shrink? Mm-hmm. How many people haven't been diagnosed with some sort of mental ailment at some point in their life? That gets us down to a very, very tiny percentage of people that can actually have guns. And then we're into that sort of Soviet Union place where everything is technically illegal. And mm-hmm. it's just when they decide that they don't like you anymore, that they find what you have actually done that's illegal and lock you up and throw away the key or whatever. So, I mean, obviously that, that's, that's a good turn. <laughs> <laughs> that escalated quickly. I wasn't ready for that, but okay. I'm with you. Most of sure. my, yeah. And all so, of a sudden I wasn't there. I wasn't ready for that, but all, all I, I sudden, tripped and all of a sudden I was down 10 flights of steps and I look up and I was like, I just wanted to know when have guns anymore. Next thing you like, know, you're in a gulag. <laughs> there's nothing you can do about it. So, I mean, yeah. That, like do you a, think it's possible to get rid of guns or to get rid of all weaponry in general? Well, I mean, you can't get rid of all weaponry. I mean, well, right. Sure. Like, I mean, from my understanding, that's why we have chopsticks. So, you know, the, the governments there were trying to take away all sort of uh, weaponry. Right. So they took away knives and forks from right. the people and gave those to just the sanctioned chefs. Right. And now you're left with two sticks to eat with. Right. So, you know, it, 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 and with, either way, because martial arts basically developed in, exactly. in the same way. Exactly. Like, so, yeah, like, you take away the weapons matter. and they'll make we'll weapons create out of their fists. Exactly. It's fine. We we are a warful people, and until sure. we beat that out of ourselves, that we are the the implement doesn't matter. We are going to find a way. You know, right. yeah, you can three D print a gun. Exactly. There's yeah. probably 20 different types of bombs I could make with the shit laying around my house. Right. Like, really? Oh, I'm sorry. NSA, NSA, I did not say that. <laughs> I'm like looking around like, oh shit. That doesn't mean you don't. That's the, I, the problem I have is that's not a I good argument. that was a deodorizer. Legal. And people For, I'm sorry, it. repeat that, please. People use that kind of stuff as an argument for not making it illegal. Mm. Um, I, I guess I just don't buy into the whole slippery slope argument. Like, uh, where you talk about, you know, they chisel away more and more. Like, mm-hmm. I think it should be right. extremely chiseled away, all of your gun rights. Yeah. And yes, there are going to be people that want to take it too far. And there's going to be people that want it, you know, pretty far like I do, but not all the way. 
yeah. just because I think that's impractical. I would want it all the way, but I don't think that could be done. Where can we uh-uh. start? But I don't think you don't start because some people might take it too far. Right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's just essentially the NRA position is that we're just not going to put up with anything because we've seen that slippery slope happen in all of those other areas. So, right. I mean, And we're just going to make up statistics and lie to people. So for the most part, yeah. Well, so yeah. then where do we start? Damn. <laughs> I think, like I said, we start with, I don't know, just a lot of the regulations that we have in places. Um like what? So in other words, we, if we make the country very similar to the New York and California laws, you mean, across the board? Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm not as familiar with the laws, but I know okay. um, where you can't, you can't just have <laughs> we, we a carrier open carry in New York City or in a lot of major cities. Like, I think that's a great place to start. So no open carry. In Alaska, <laughs> if you have to, or concealed carry. Versus right. in Alaska, if you literally have to walk a mile in a rural area, yeah, you should be able to have a hunting rifle on your way to the bathroom because <laughs> a lion might attack you. Yeah, it's the same thing with like, I mean, Montana, yeah. or, you know. Yeah. Fucking so, South Jersey, man. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I think those rural areas shouldn't have the same regulations as big cities. But. So you're with Trump? It should be a state issue? Um, <laughs> Sorry, that was a loaded question. Get it? Yeah, I don't even know if it was. I was with you. I'm with you. <laughs> Well pun, sir. <laughs> or just in general, like I mean, the 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 right on on the whole, one of their major kind of stances is that it, that things should be left up to the states. It's too hard to make it. Yeah, it, it gets away from that kind of Leviathan esque, you know, men, you know, monolith of the you know the government with a capital G that you were talking about earlier. If, if it's left up to the states, then that's that's one way to implement those different issues. So, would you consider yourself federalist? No, I, I'm just, I'm just suggest, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm just explaining what you said. <laughs> I don't fucking have, a, I don't have a belief one way or the well, other. Well, because here's the thing. I mean, I think people should be able to, like I said, in more rural areas, should be able to have more access and more open access to firearms. Sure. But I also don't know how comfortable I am with militias in Montana stockpiling <laughs> assault weapons. Yeah. I mean, but then again. That's that exactly why the Second right. Amendment exists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know if I buy into all that. Right on. As far I, as the ability to overthrow a tyrannical government, you mean? I guess I just maybe I'm naive. I don't see that as being an issue here these days. No, no, no. no certainly not these days. Not. That's what Sean was saying. Because it, it, no, it, it is I don't kind of see interesting. It becoming an issue. I mean, yeah. To I me, just don't. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I, I agree. Certainly not in I, I mean, lifetimes. Yeah, yeah, probably not. I, I agree. I, I guess the the only way to really look at it is because obviously we aren't going to have we don't have the weaponry capable of fighting the government. That just isn't a fucking That's capability what they said right in the now. Revolution. I'm saying right now we do not have the capability to overthrow the U.S. military, militias, state militias. You think we could possibly overthrow well, the drone, the drone striking, nuke wielding? It's two different types of warfare, though. I mean, it's the same thing as is the revolution. It's just a little bit different uh, structure. But essentially, we were looking at the same sort of odds. We had this overwhelming military force, and we went at them with a series of of rebels that knew the territory essentially. So, I mean, you know, those, you know, we're at a point where one person can do a lot of damage 
and you know, I guess that's a good point. Like another, so in other words, it's just like one guy, Fox guy, instead of planting bombs, went in and and had his finger on the nuke button, exactly, and said, "Everybody, you know, I dispose mean, of your weapons right now." That or could I'm possibly be done with world. a computer, you know. So it could I mean, be a right. really smart nerd in a basement that can be leading the next revolution. So then again, the question becomes, why guns then? If that's the case, do guns even matter then? If someone has those capabilities, because uh, the Second Amendment isn't guns; it's arms. Right. So no, I understand. It's, I mean, it, it's the idea that, you know, whatever it is, we need to defend ourselves. So, I mean, there could be a day when computers are considered arms, you know, just the the power that you have to wield in the right person's hands makes that a deadly weapon. So, you know, where where does that definition stop and end? So then again, guns don't really have any point in the argument in a weird way because you're saying that it, you're saying that we can we can theoretically amass enough weaponry to take down the government as it is as it stands now anyway right which is the, the arms that you're talking about guns would certainly help though guns aren't gonna hurt <laughs> right guns yeah. aren't gonna hurt yeah i mean t- we, we still have to get to that button in order to be able to push it so the well, uh, <laughs> I mean, no, you just said it could be a computer yeah, yeah, yeah. okay yeah no. okay Cool. I mean, you know, sure. I was just playing devil's advocate. Because I, 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 I don't think I don't I don't know, man. It's it it's I'm hard pressed to say that that we could possibly take down the US military. And you know We should I, just change the name of the show to I don't know, man. I think that's a good idea. <laughs> what was the name of the game? Like Politinkering. Politinkering? Politink like tinkering with politics. No, it's I don't know, man. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's absolutely the name of this podcast. Right on. I mean, yeah, I feel real strongly about it, but I, I could go the other way too. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> oh, wrong button. <laughs> that was perfectly timed. Yeah, that would have been timed. That would have been great. Button. It is. That would have been fine. Oh, well, hopefully maybe the next episode we'll have an actual theme song that's uh, for the thing. But it'll probably say Paula Tinkering rather than I Don't Know Man, which is apparently now the name of the show. But uh, thank you all for joining us on this uh, wild little excursion. And uh, maybe we'll make this like a monthly thing. I don't really know, but we'll see. Hopefully we'll see you again soon. And uh, yeah. Happy hunting. I don't know, man. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, man. (laughs) I just don't know. Where's the stop button?